<laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi. Boom, 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 boom. We're actually visible today. I can see clearly now. The rain is gone. <laughs> Featuring the background noises of Sophie, Prince, and Coco. <laughs> One day we'll do a dog reveal. Coco might reveal herself on her own merit today. We'll see. Prince is trying, but he's too short. Sophie, per usual, cares nothing about anything that I do, ever. And that's all right. And that's okay. <laughs> Man, how y'all been? How y'all been? It's been a week. A how y'all feeling off that last episode? I personally enjoyed it. I, I it usually great. actually, I don't listen to our podcast. Well, I do in like editing or whatever, but um, that one, like I listen to in the car. Now, partly because I wanted to hear the audio and see how it sounded, but also because it was actually really good. It was like funny and it was very inform informative. We're great I people, think we man. We found our place, man. We found our niche. We got five views. Woo! Do the do the clap thing. Mm-mm. Hold on, hold on. Let me hit the live button this time. <laughs> five views. You always gotta have that last clap. Nah, yeah, that's lit. Now, when we look back on this, like, let's say a year from now, five views is going to be laughable. But listen, we did that's it. We good in a week. Actually, five let's see people. where we're at right now. And two of them were ourselves. I didn't watch it on YouTube, though. I listened to it on Apple. Oh, I did YouTube. Let's see where we're at as of right now. Because just because, just because, you know? For record keeping, she's the oh, treasurer. We're still at five. So. Woo! Good job. Good job. Thank you, guys. All five of you. All four, because one of them is you. <clears throat> no, I, I was on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, that's the total kick. <laughs> um, but on Ooh. Anchor, we have six plays. Okay, okay. Um, Apple Podcasts, I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't know how to look. Um, so we're probably just gonna leave that alone. <laughs> so thank you guys. Yes. Long story short, thank you. Thank you, we appreciate it. Um, but today, y'all better go buckle your seatbelts. Um go stupid. Go crazy. That nigga got a baby. Mm-hmm. Was that made up or did I did is that a real thing? Because I made I made my part up. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, you, you didn't make it up though. I did. I don't know where that's from. Give me a second. 
Give me a second. Oh, also, sorry for the glare in my glasses. Now, last year, oh, wait, we were doing, we're this. doing this. Every time, I, never mind, never mind. Every time I freaking try to connect my phone and, like, show something or tell y'all something, my AirPods it gets connected. It. Yeah, so never mind. But, yes, Google that later. Google it later. Alligators. But yeah, today, hot topic, fresh off the grill. Some have heard, some have seen, some have spoken, if you know what I mean. Purity culture is a whole crazy thing. That's the thing. Purity culture. This can have its own series of like 16 videos. So... I'm going to let Tyra leave this one because I don't know what direction we're going to go. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you guys feeling. So let's just start. What is purity culture? What is it to you? Like, how do you define purity culture? Hmm. I think that when I think of purity culture, I think of black church. Okay, okay. Um, the number one culprit of a lot of things in my life, personally. Um, I think of black church. I think of black, young black girls um, being, I don't want to say forced, because technically, I mean, technically we are forced, but it is biblical right to be pure um in certain aspects until certain aspects happen right um but i think it is so forced and so driven into black girls um to stay pure and to stay it's like you you want to stay pure but stay available it's really um but yeah, that's what I think of it. I think of my childhood. Don't have sex. Okay. No explanation, no reason, no why. The only reason or why I would ever get is you could get pregnant. And then everybody will know you're having sex. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you can do it and you just can hide it, then do you. <laughs> That's why the men are able to get away with anything. Mm-hmm. But I agree. I agree. I think for me, I define purity culture as the tainting of something holy and making it not. Um, and the perversion of little girls. Because it's no longer about protecting their purity, but about what their purity does for the men in their life. Um, and mm. from their father onto the man that they marry. Um because they don't do it for the girl. It's all for the men in their life. Um, also think it's from the church aspect of grooming. It's grooming kids and little girls on, again, the pleasure of men. It's not for their own spiritual health or spiritual well-being. Yeah. It's everything's groomed towards the man. And there's no education that goes into why certain things are supposed to be a certain way biblically all the references you'll get pregnant 
you'll die. You'll go to hell. Um, so yeah, that's just kind of our premise of what purity culture is. Now, Bailey, what was your first encounter with purity culture or your first like encounter just with that side of, you know, Christianity? Um, as far as Christianity, I think my first encounter um would be at my dad's church he is seven day Adventist, so they go to church on saturdays there's a lot of other stuff that they believe um not privy on it i don't know um but on the summers i would go to his church and um i remember this is the first time because this is before um my mom had transitioned into going to church on a regular basis so I went to church with them on a regular basis because they were churchgoers um, during the summer. And when I went, I was going to wear some hoops. You know, I'm in like middle school, maybe fifth grade. And so I got these hoops. They're about, I have a ponytail holder, like this big, like, you know, some hoops, regular hoops. And um, the girl, one of the girls I was going to go to church with, she was staying the night at my dad's house long story anyway besides the point point of the story is um she said we weren't allowed to wear those hoops at the church um that my hoops were too big and um i needed to find some studs or something to wear and that's very small um but that's just my first encounter with okay um i'm sorry prince decided to play with his his toy eye it's a halloween eye he's playing with that right now so that's what you hear um yeah, it's a little eye. For Halloween. It has like a thing attached to it. It's actually super cute. Say H E B. It's like three dollars. Anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, that was my first encounter with okay, I'm in fifth grade. I can finally wear earrings. I'm like wearing the earrings I want, you know. Um, not the everyday earrings that I just keep in my ear forever so I don't lose them. <laughs> like, I'm changing my earrings. I'm coming into, like, you know, I'm wanting myself to look pretty. And I can't do that because hoops. And at the time, I didn't really think nothing of it. It wasn't like, oh, you're going to be fast or anything like that. I wasn't uh, as Tyra, the light-skinned pretty girl. I was the brown-skinned, regular black girl. So... Not a not a lot of my stuff got sexualized like that, but that was my first encounter. Okay, I mean, I, I was the brown skin pretty girl though. Let me rephrase: very pretty, just brown, big backs, <laughs> no cap. <laughs> um, for me, oh my god, I, I have a lot to say on that. We're gonna get to that, but for me, I can't even tell you my exact first encounter because it's been my entire life um just one of the more notable note notable yeah how do you say that you just said it's kind of weird but that's the word you just okay. said it weird <laughs> okay. yeah don't judge um i have a little bit of dyslexia uh but i remember one of my first notable things that like i can remember so strongly is uh don't remember how old I was, um, but I was pretty, pretty young. Uh, 
we were in Detroit going to the Clark's um, church. They're a member of the Church of God Detroit. in Detroit. Stand up. Okay. All right. I okay. Yikes. But I, we were at the hotel and we were getting ready to go to the church. And um, we were there for like a whole little conference for the weekend. And I was with my aunt and my cousins. I had on, I could, to this day, I, it's so vivid in my head. I had on a long to my ankle gray maxi skirt with a short sleeve till shirt. But in the sleeves were like, so if these my sleeves, they were probably like right here and they were like cuff sleeves. So they were like that. Um, I'm going to see if I can pull up a picture to show y'all. My Not name. the tattoo reveal. Oh, yeah, I got that too now. <laughs> yeah, I got to. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I got that sleeve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, boy, that it. You're working on the sleeve, okay. working on the sleeve. <laughs> Look, I'll ice everybody out. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, let's focus. Let's focus. Zone in, everybody. Um, yeah, so that was my outfit. I was standing in the mirror. Um, you know how you admire yourself like when you get ready and I'm like oh I'm cute mind you this is like back in oh something so the outfit wasn't really that cute if we being honest it was cute but, you for know, oh something for, the, for oh something it was I was like okay yeah you you wanted something ooh, ooh. <laughs> lucky it wasn't that chevron print but <laughs> it was very close I think the shoes were but um not important I remember I'm standing, I'm admiring, and my aunt walks up to me and she's like, Hey, you can't wear that. You need to put on something with some long sleeves on it. And I'm just looking, I'm like, Who the hell? Who the why? And why to me? Because what? I'm like, Bro, what? Because I knew, I already knew that my shoulders couldn't be out because, you know, shoulders sexy. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Oh, 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 tingling at my boobs. I just want to say I've never had a nigga like say anything about my shoulders ever in my life. Like, I've never Bro. had a dude be like, "Oh, girl, them, them curvatures on them shoulders." <laughs> like, <laughs> never been it's the shoulders. Giving. Man, baby, yo, yo collarbone. Oh, it doing something to me. Never Bro, been on everything. That. I on everything I love. If you say some weird stuff like that to me, I'm blocking you. I'm blocked because that's, what that's about weird. that? That's, that's not normal. Like, oh, I can have show. a full outfit on and like my shoulders out and I'm not no skinny girl, but it, hypothetically, my midriff out like short shorts on and a nigga's just looking at my figure or I could have a whole maxi skirt on. You know what I mean? Like, it's just the figure. It's not. It has nothing to do with the midriff. It has nothing to do with the like. It's just like I, I can't. Never mind. I'm, I'm gonna say that later. I was like, cause People. I can see some body parts being attractive. Cause for me personally, I I like a little thigh, a little thigh meat. Okay, um, that is so specific. See, but I just look in my at head, regular stuff. I think no, I, in my head, it's not like just thigh me. It's like, oh, he got like a sleeve on his leg and he got on like five, seven inch inseams and it's like peeking through and it's like real muscular. Like I see that being attractive, but I ain't gonna be like, oh, your shoulders. Okay. All right. Moving on back to the story. <laughs> um, y'all ignore me. Oh, I had to put on a sweater. Mind you, it's summer outside. Had to put on a sweater that was down to my wrist because I needed to cover up. Um, and I have a lot of instances like this, and we'll probably get into it 
in one of these episodes on why when I became an adult, I stroke, stroke, straight up. I almost had a stroke. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, (laughs) Now that I know what you was trying to say, because I thought you was trying to say strolled, like strolled, but I didn't know you was trying to say straight, but like strokes. (laughs) Like like the past I strolled up. I strolled up. (laughs) Bro, you going to stop judging me, bro. It's late. I want y'all to know. I strolled up. (laughs) I did. I (laughs) strolled. That's the new word. I strolled up. I I strolled up. Smack (laughs) that. Stop. Stop. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. Stop. Okay. But I strolled up dead. Okay. 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 Listen, listen, listen. Refocus, refocus. Bring it back in, guys. Bring it back in. Um, but I straight strode. <laughs> I did. <laughs> when, I, <laughs> when I became an adult, I, I can't, I want to say it now. When I became an adult, I strode up. Um, and rebelled in my clothing choices to church. And there's a period where I look at the outfits I wore to church. And I'm like, it's really inappropriate, like really inappropriate. I would never now. It was why she was, she was, she was. Um, but because of the things that had happened in my childhood, that was my way of regaining my freedom and like taking it back. Um, again, now looking back. And you can't even find the photos anymore because I have archived them because it's not a reflection of who I am anymore. But yeah, it, it, it was wild. So yeah, that was like kind of the premise of my entire childhood though. Um, and just for reference, we're going to be super blunt on this channel. So I'm probably going to say some things that you might get a little uncomfy with. So sorry. But, um, as a young girl, I have always been a little bit of the thicker side Um, I've also been really developed in my chest since I was like six, like coming out the gate in elementary sixth grade, we're talking C cup on a 11 year old, like really developed for my body. Um, which added a lot to me that shouldn't have been put on to me. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of my first premise with I needing to cover up, um, and changing who I am to fit a culture that doesn't define me nor my relationship with Christ. So, yeah. Um, so then, Bailey, I guess my next question for you is, what will be your most recent encounter with it? Tara has heard this story and heard me complain about this story at least. Wait, I know it's a thousand what you about times. to say. Because with the- <laughs> growing up, I didn't. Okay, so backstory. Growing up, I didn't really have a lot of encounters with um, purity culture in a way of dress um, or in a way of of sexuality, honestly. Like, I never um, was hypersexualized as a kid. I can't say that. Thank you for who was around me, my village. Um, I never had that. Shout out to y'all. I would have like conversations and people would be like, are you having sex? And I'll be like, no, they'll be like, okay, don't. But like, it was never anything like, you know, um, 
I'm being fast or, you know, something like that. Like, I never really had that happen. Um, if I did, my dad correct me, but I don't think so. Um, but as my grown, at my grown age, um, about what, three years ago now, man, this, I think this is why it irritated me so much. Cause it's not that deep, but since it hadn't happened to me so much, like I dressed appropriately at church, shout out to mom. Cause she always made sure I was, I was straight. You know what I mean? And it never really was like. We never went to like a traditional church in the aspect of like you have to be dream skirted up if we at the church picnic. Like I was okay to wear like leggings. Now my mom was a long t shirt with leggings. Jeans type skirted mom. up, bro. That's how they. Listen, I ain't had no jean skirts. Like it was none of that. Um, my mom was a very much cover your butt. Um. With my little butt, trust me, apparently I got a big one in my family, child, because they wanted me to cover it up all the time. Um, I was very also developed shape-wise. My family uh, doesn't, at least my mom's side, is a little less Coca-Cola bottle-ish. And I was a little more Coca-Cola bottle-ish, especially in my smaller days, child. I was a hottie with a body. That was the time. That was the time to catch me because it ain't coming back. Um, <laughs> you must be stopped, bro. Um, but anyway, that was the premise. I'm just being silly. But the story is, so I was grown at this Kojic church. I ain't going to do it to him. But at this Kojic church, and this is my first experience at a Kojic church. Um, apparently, a lot of my mom's side of the family is Kojic or some of my mom's side, but I, I didn't grow up with that kind of tradition. So this is my first experience in the church. Um, anyway, besides the point, always dress appropriately, never really had an issue with anybody saying anything. I had an instance one time where my skirt wasn't short, but it was short when I was on stage. Stepped down, had no issue, took the correction, cool. I get it. When you're elevated, the skirt goes a little higher. You can see a little bit more. I get it. I'm going to step down this week. It's all good. No issue. Um, but, this particular day, um, I was not on stage. I was in the congregation. I decided to wear some jeans. Um, they were ripped, but I also had a long sweater on, so it covered the high rips. Um, there was some a little bit high thigh rips. Nothing too crazy, but I covered it up because I've, you know, been trained in purity culture, and I know that the high thigh rips will cause a man to slip up and um, assault you. So I didn't want to. <laughs> have that happen so um i wore a long sweater but when i sat down the sweater came up and i'm i'm sitting down i'm not tripping like i'm sitting next to tyra like she ain't worried Ooh. about my thighs <laughs> yeah that's um, my thigh i ain't worrying about i ain't checking for that thigh <laughs> and like i said it was not bad like it was not like significant i'm talking like i can attest i was big, there like maybe the lines were there it wasn't like you could see my thigh meat like it wasn't just like that um, but it wasn't even my time meat. That was the issue. That's the funny part. So their jeans, they're ripped. They're ripped at my knees though. Um, you can see my knees, you can see, you know, maybe some of my leg or something like that, but ripped jeans, nice sweater. It was cold outside, whatever. Man, this lady walks up to me. I'm still irritated about this lady. I want to put her name out there, but I ain't going to do that to you, but you know who you are. Man, when I tell you she walked up to me, she said, 
I don't even remember what she said. But she said no, she was like, you need to um, cover your um, knees because this it starts at the knees. It starts at the knees. This is the thing. First of all, that's disrespectful to say. Does it start at the knees? Probably. Depending on how you take care of your time with your man. But that's besides the point. Why would you say that to me? Not even that. Who just goes straight to the... Never mind. I... <laughs> This episode is sponsored by. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but no, like we don't do tea. We do living water. (laughs) We do. Okay. (laughs) Ooh. Okay. Can you tell we're tired? (laughs) (laughs) Um. But yeah, so um, I got talked about about my ripped jeans at the knees because it starts at the knees. And that apparently was tempting all of the men to sleep with me, even though none of them slept with me. But they all slept with all the other hoes in the church. But that's besides the point. Go ahead. <laughs> Again, not sponsored by tea. <laughs> sponsored by living water. Um, Sips water. <laughs> whew, um, dang. For me, I also have to agree mm, cap actually my most recent was at work but that it was in a work setting so that's technically different than purity culture but it has an underlying tone of purity culture but we'll get there later my also last time that for me would be at the same church uh i couldn't tell you which instance because it was a lot of them even after i changed the way i dressed um i remember skittles you can explain that story because I wasn't even a member of the choir she had a point though on the Lolo your Skittles was popping that was but also at the same time why are we just pointing at me I'm not even going to be on the stage yeah so we were <laughs> yeah not even going to be on the story because this is really funny so we were talking we were at choir rehearsal which I quit because bitches was hating but that's besides the point um we was like yeah I'm throwing all the shade today I'm tired <laughs> They're going to be mad, child. The fly's about to be all up in my house. <laughs> They're not going to be in mine because, baby, guess what? We on to you, You kid. can't get in here. You can't get in here. Um, the bug but... be at the window. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Ooh, I want y'all to know for the record, my sleep on too. Hold up. Yeah, my sleep on. I can't see the notifications. It's 11.35 p.m. Central time. And we old ladies listen. Okay, so we we got we got jobs and shit. We be sweet by nine, nine ten at the latest in debate. Um, but we're doing this for you. For you, you. and I must make a plan. Okay. Skittles. Skittles. So, uh, we're at choir rehearsal. There's the choir person. I don't know. But um, she was explaining to us we were going to wear what? A color. I don't... I. It was white for sure. Let me tell you what this man said, too. Because that threw me off on the low. That whole situation was just out of pocket. Um, so, we were supposed to wear white. Maybe black. White and black or whatever. Um... And so she was teaching us how to dress as grown women 
um, she felt like we needed a lesson on how to dress. And so she felt the need to specify that we need to make sure we're wearing appropriate bras. Mind you, men is there. Like men, men's is, okay? Um, so she feels the need to specify that we need to wear the appropriate bras because you shouldn't have to see um, Skittles. <laughs> I don't remember her exact words, but she's talking about Skittles. Mind you, I know who she's talking about. Because as Tara stated, she was reckless with her clothing. Her Skittles, her piercings, would show. Um, And so, yeah, the lady decided to point her out, though she was not part of the choir. She was only there because we rode together. Um... And she was not going to dress with us anyway. Like, it was, it had nothing to do with her. But she felt the need to shade Tyra regarding the Skittles. Um, but let me tell you what this man said. Now, we, we talking about how women should dress. Now, mind you, this man did some despicable things. But we ain't going to do that. Because I don't want to even bring light to that. Because that's disturbing and disgusting. But context clues put it together anyway um he decided to say and women if you decide to wear a white shirt remember to wear a white bra underneath and also just for the record if there's any non-melanated people out there um brown people wear black bras with white clothing because if you wear white it shows so one, the point that you felt the need to say anything about women's bra choices in church with a conversation that had nothing to do with you is one thing, but also you're wrong. <laughs> like they like have fashion choices. You don't wear white under white unless you trying to have people see your bra. Unless that's the look. Unless you're a non-melanated friend. That works for Or, them. yeah, it works for, for the white people. But, yeah, so that was Skittles. That was your recent, your most recent? No, I even think after that, I remember um, one of the missionaries in the church came up to me one Sunday. I had just started going to the church and asked, hey, do you want to put on a lap scarf? Because um, my skirt was too short when I sat. And I told him no. I straight up said, nope, I'm good. Thank you, though. Um, honestly, that one I didn't have a conviction about, so I didn't care. But it's been a lot of instances like that in my adult life of like, hey, you should cover up, change for the men, change for the men. Now, granted, I will say 100%, there was a season in my life where the outfits that I wore were out of pure rebellion for the things that had earlier happened. Um, and granted, somebody like, if she would have said that to me personally, she would have been all right because i deserve to be talked to about the stuff i was wearing because it wasn't appropriate but also in the way that purity culture does it it's not a one-on-one in love thing it's a i'm gonna put you on blast and embarrass you so everybody knows what i'm talking about and when you do it again they're gonna be like ooh, look at her oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and it's not appropriate especially in front of men but i, I mean digress. but is anything appropriate like 
this is the thing. Like, for example, me, right? I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself a pervert. Um, but I do find men attractive when they're fully dressed. They could be me wearing too. anything. And if I, if they flex their muscle in that Ooh. arm, it's going to catch my attention. If that jawline creased. jawline? <laughs> it's going to, if that beard, my God today, let's, let's move on. Anyway, um, but the point is like, I don't, I don't consider myself a pervert. So I don't consider like, oh, if you We wear- have natural attraction to people and that's normal. So me show me seeing a man's what if he's wearing a tight dress shirt? Not and even I that. For me, muscles. I find veins attractive and hands. I like the weird stuff, like you know, like when nah, they be muscular facts. and they main, love... they veins be mine. Don't do it, but they be veins be going like this and they be and strong then they hands be like about this big and they just it's because of our mating tendencies. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, look at you, little scruff. I was just showing my adoration. (laughs) You was late. (laughs) I'm not even going to cap y'all. I'll be singing some stuff and I'll be like, It'd be the smallest thing. That's the thing. Attraction is the smallest thing. Like how all women love when a man drives. Like, it's the smallest thing. I like this one so your hand could be on this side with me. I don't care because either way, it's just the small things. It really is. Or when a dude pick up a pick up, pack of water. Like something small where you can hold Pushing your grocery cart and you looking yeah. like you eat healthy. Like, man, look at you. Like it could be anything. Like it really and I say that to say anything. like it could be anything. anything. So I don't think that I do think that there can be some temptation, like if you I wouldn't want my nigga wearing gray sweatpants to church. You know, that ain't the outfit to wear. But also with the gray sweatpants thing, this not even referring to women. Everyone's like, oh, if a man wears gray sweatpants, gray sweatpants, um, we're looking, we're looking, we're looking. First of all, I think it's almost in the same context of when I would show my my chest to sis to the world. I could choose to not show them and wear the same outfit. There's ways to conceal. Mm-hmm. They not concealing. Cause I oh yeah, they're seen... doing it on purpose. Yeah. So it's 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 listen. You're tempted with what just, you're tempted it's with. It's just easier to let me stop because my mom might watch this. <laughs> Hopefully not. It's easier to see <laughs> depending on where you set it up. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but like that means you're wanting that attention. Mm-hmm. If I'm wearing a low cut shirt and I'm going to the club. Why am I wearing the low-cut shirt? So people can see. Can look. The can get a glance. Like, it is what it like, is. Like, that's just. Like a little bounce. Just a little. A little something. Little, little bounce. Do-do-do. I don't know. <laughs> um, but. But that's not the point. That's not the point. That's not the point. There's yeah, a difference between. Uh, there's. Yeah. There's a difference between intentional malicious behavior, which mm-hmm. I have stated I was a part of that gang mm-hmm. one time and innocent behavior like Bailey's circumstance and being sexualized in a way that isn't meant to be 
But outside of just clothes wearing, it's also the mental side of yes, things. Yes, um, that's what I wanted to talk about. That's that's like the that's the literally the heavy weight of purity culture. Um, for me, when I was uh, we just gonna be blunt. When I first got my um, period, I was I don't know fourth or fifth grade, something like that. I was really young. And my mom never had a conversation with me previously about, you know, what sex is, what leads to pregnancy, you know, what our bodies do, blah, blah, blah. But I had already done so much research on my own because a lot of people used to tell me growing up, oh, you're fast or you think you somebody or, you know, you just think you all that in a bag of chips, you know, all the words. And this wouldn't even be from peers my age. This would be from grown adults talking to me sexualizing me saying oh you think you've grown you think just because you got a body and blah blah nigga i don't know that i don't know that i have a it's the body thing, like how you a grown woman hating on a like a we child. all know as adults we all know if you say you think you all that to somebody that means you think you i'm all you, that you, i don't think nothing i mean i do also think that but like you think that. when i was six and seven i wasn't thinking it though like that wasn't my that wasn't my mindset. So that was the fact that you're on. jealous of a child to the point Speaks where you feel like you need to say you think you all that you think you this. I hate calling little girls fast. Like I won't. I won't. I won't because a lot of times they say, "Oh, you're fast to get this man or an older man." Why is that man preying on that little girl? That's the thing. That's the like part. we we got some other things to talk about. But now, I remember are there some fast teller girls. Yes, they'd be doing some fast tell little girl things. But yeah. I also but believe it doesn't come from them. I agree. Believe That's what I was going to say. It's, it's taught. It's definitely taught behavior. So we shouldn't Or be trauma response. Yeah. Or something. Uh, like, it's, it's taught behavior. It's definitely taught. But, like, I think it's even more despicable to call a little girl fast because she develops faster. Like, I mean, that's straight what up can I do? What I don't know what you want me to do. You fast because you wear black underwear, lace, red nail polish. Like it's the smallest things. You wear your hair straight, so you fast. You got long I, hair. Like I don't understand. You got curly like, that, hair. That stuff really. You got thick me. eyebrows. You got dimples. You got white teeth. Just you weird pretty. stuff. Just stupid. So I remember I was going to daycare um, and honestly, you know, again, this is kind of like our intro episode to this, but I have a lot of trauma and addiction that has now come from this area of my life that I'm just now learning that is a issue in like my life. Um, so I remember we were all there and I'm pretty sure we were watching, um, it was I don't know if it was like the first BT concert when Chris Brown came back or something. I don't know. It was like during that era. So like still early 2000s, like Shout out to Chris Brown. I love you with all my heart. She really does. I I, I love you too, but she's like, mm-hmm. um, but <laughs> I remember I was walking around. Don't, I couldn't tell you the outfit I had on, but I remember the women who were there, they were speaking to me. They were like, you know, you are, you're really fast. And like the way that they were talking to me is like, you know, I remember it so clearly. They said, you are going to get pregnant as a teenager. Like you're going to be a teen mom. And I was just looking, I'm like, what's, what you talking about? 
like not even in my head yet like haven't had my period nothing yet so i'm like i'm i'm dingy but i'm a researcher and i have a real strong desire and like heart towards midwifery so i like used to watch the birthing videos because that's what i would do it's weird i know whatever so then i realized okay you give baby get babies you get birth you know through your vagina like normal stuff like so i knew all the stuff i was gaining the knowledge for myself but still hadn't had like a real conversation with my mom so i get my period i'm fourth fifth grade don't remember and i hit it for like two days because i straight up knew what it was but i didn't want to have that conversation because we had never talked about anything like no conversation had ever been had and i remember we left bible study it was like day two i was already handling it myself because i knew how to because i researched it um and she was like, oh, why didn't you tell me? I was like, I already, oh, girl, why see you trying to button? Um, but I had already known, like, everything. So I didn't, I didn't really need her help. Or at least in that aspect, I did. Um, but I remember she came, I'm sitting on the toilet. She comes in the bathroom. She sits down because the tub was across from me. So she sits down on the tub. She looks at me. Her first words were, all right, you're a woman now. You can get pregnant. And I was like, just staring. I was like, okay, like, this is awkward. First of all, I'm peeing. Like, can you move? <laughs> like, can you go away? Like, this is weird, um, too. Okay. And then it was really just, you know, you're a woman now. You're going to have to wear pads. Um, and then when you, she went into like, okay, you're going to have to bathe twice a day because you don't want smells accumulating nothing like anything like that. But that was it. That was the baseline. There was no other conversations. That was it. Only conversation we have ever had that regarded that aspect of my life until I became a teenager and some other stuff happened but yeah um no conversation but this whole time family members aunts mentors and like babysitters and teachers in my life were calling me fast and speaking teen pregnancy on me and saying you know oh all these boys like you and blah blah because it's been a lifelong thing for me but not something I was ever interested in. But you don't realize all those things were like planting seeds in me for things mm -hmm. that I now struggle with. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't even know what. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I could get I could get talking. Ugh, um, I don't mind. I haven't had like the experience. Um, that experience, I would, I, I grew up with a very, like my people were small. Um, as far as like the talking stuff, my mom told me not have sex. That was, I mean, it was, I, I don't even remember really sitting down. I remember starting my period. Um, and she may have mentioned something about getting pregnant, but I had also, by that time I saw my brother be born. So pregnancy was not an option. Like. <laughs> I've seen it. I don't want it. Like it was not an option. So honestly, this fear of pregnancy to this day has hindered me from pursuing um certain actions. Which is leave it there. Um but as far as like I I was always the real I was just a chill kid. I don't know, I really didn't have um I was very much you tell me She had an is, anointed block. That's what it was. Well, as I got older. As a kid I really, really I didn't know. 
a lot of the stuff I learned was in high school. Once dudes Anointed block. wanted to do stuff. Like, I did not know anything as a child. I didn't know, like, I know this is a whole Christian, whatever you want to call it, but I didn't know about head. I didn't know about anything. I didn't know what a dude's stuff looked like. I didn't know I what... I still... Yeah, like, I, I didn't know what I looked like. Like, I didn't look at myself. I couldn't tell you what... You know what I mean? Like, I really... I had a period. I put a pad on, kept pushing. Like, nothing nothing else. Mm. I really didn't know. Once I got to high school, that's where I got... Um, I exposed. got exposed to a lot. Um, and then, yeah, the that's when the uh, divine blockages of multiple niggas. I even think you're not knowing as a um, kid is a divine blockage. I mean, yeah, I really do. I, I mean, because hearing like the horror stories of other women that grow up in church or grow up in general and have to deal with certain things, like, I mean, it's a divine blockage. Like, I didn't have a dad in the home. So I never, and we really didn't have like men. My mom wasn't like, um, you know, she wasn't having men just in the house like that. So I, I don't have no uncles. I don't have like the only dude was my brother. Um, so I didn't have to like put on some shorts cause a man coming over or put on some pants. You know, you can't wear shorts. Like it was never like that for a long time. Like I walked around in my underwear in front of my brother. My brother was like seven. Like, you know what I mean? Like I didn't. I didn't experience that a lot until um, as I got older. Then I, I, you know, I knew certain things shifted. Yeah, um, I was also a real chill kid. So like, like I said, y'all told me not to have sex. Cool, I ain't worried about it. I don't even know what that is to be honest with you. <laughs> so see, <laughs> I wish I was like Bailey sometimes, because um, for me. I was told you can't have sex, you know, you got your period, you're going to get pregnant. Me, curiosity. I am a curious person and I'm a really science person. And I already was infatuated with um, like midwifery and like gynecologic care. So I'm like, okay, I'm putting two and two together now. I'm understanding like if I do A and B, I'm going to get C. So what started as me watching, you know, the birth videos i'm like okay well how do we get to this step yeah we missed some, some steps before we missing we get to this like we're we missing some key points <laughs> i remember i had a laptop it was a rinky dinky dead laptop too i mean it was a chunkers i mean we still have minutes and like flip phones like this is how long ago it was some of y'all probably don't even know what that is but that's um, wild that we're old Wow. Yeah, we're part of the old crew. Okay. Take a, mo a uh, moment of silence. Okay. Silence was held. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so, yeah, I'm starting to do some back research. And I remember I found, I don't even remember the first video, but I found videos because I, I mean, at that age, you don't know what the other gender looks like. Um, I found some videos of men and women combining themselves. Um, it sparked. It clicked. If I do A and B, I'm going to get C. Okay? We're back to the same equation. So, I really enjoyed the video. It made me tingle in places that I ain't never tingled before. Um, it was quite interesting. 
So I remember watching this. I'm like, okay, so there's no reason why a sixth grader, fifth, sixth grader should be watching that filth. There's no reason Mm -hmm. that anybody should. Um, But I feel like because everything was so taboo, where else was I supposed to find my answers? That's the thing. Where, That's where, the part. where was I supposed to have my answers? Because if I would have had that, you know, it's no disrespect to my mom. Cause now where our relationship's really good and I can talk to her about a lot of stuff, not everything, but a lot of stuff. Um, if I was able to have a genuine open conversation and dialect with her at an early age, it could have stopped prevented so much stuff from happening. And if people around me stood up to other people around me to not, say certain things or speak to children in certain ways and sexualize kids just for how they simply look we could break down some of these flaws but this is where purity comes in you be pure i'm not going to tell you how to be pure i'm not going to say you know some real key steps on how to maintain that purity i'm not going to tell you why you're going to be pure and the effects of not being pure this is the thing what is purity in church Because what I grew up with once I was in high school and I learned what the different ways of pleasure were, it was, okay, you could do everything but X, Y, and Z. If you do X, Y, Z, that's not, you know what? We are grown. If you do penetration, that is, that's unpure. Now, anything else goes? All is fair game. Backdoor. Like, it's really like. And like I said, just don't push the, the boundary. Exactly. And like I said, the and we don't we didn't talk about it. I didn't know. Like when I say, like you said, you wanted to be like me, but like I feel like I didn't know. Like I swear to you, I learned a lot of this stuff in ninth. I remember ninth grade, like hearing stuff and being like, "You put your mouth there? That's not. I pee there. Like that's not." That ain't it. What? What are we doing? Y'all do that here? Uh-uh. And you want me to? No. <laughs> like, I'm like, think, like, it was really, like, ninth grade. I'm 13. I started school earlier. Your so grade away. Yeah, I was 13. But, like, that was when I learned a lot, like, and as purity culture, if we want our young women, if... I mean, even though the whole thing is a, a, a scam and we can talk about that later, but like if we really are targeting our young women and want them to be pure, then why not teach them how to be actually pure? Purity culture is don't get pregnant. You can have all the sex you want. Just don't pop up pregnant because that's when people start judging you. It don't matter unless or you're don't pregnant. do something that can alter the man if you're attempting the man or if the man can't control himself there's an issue with you exactly not with his brain and his thoughts and his inability to control himself um yeah it's just it's so sick like it's sick it's really it's a tainted a industry culture it's really to the not point okay. where we have women prepping to be wives we talked about this last time but prepping to be wives but no men prepping to be husbands we got 
churches having women's retreats to the point where everyone's writing letters to their future husband on how they're maintaining themselves and standing strong in their purity for their man while they husband, future husband, out here putting his penis in everything that can walk. That's that community man, shared sick. Peter Wacker. Why are we worried about the women? And I'm not saying we shouldn't be, but like the, to the men point are the ones where we don't even pregnant. acknowledge. We don't talk about, I can only get pregnant one time. A man can pregnant in nine months, a woman every day for those nine months. A woman can only be pregnant. Well, technically it's 10 months. If we want to be technical, be pregnant one time in that entire 10 months. Yeah. Like I can only have one baby at a time. I'm, okay. A man can have multiple in a, a generic yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can only be in a pregnancy, once. one pregnancy so, at a time. Why? Why are we not talking to the men the same way? I'm not saying that we should not be pure. I'm not saying we shouldn't wait for our husbands. I'm not saying none of that. What I'm saying is, why we are need we to change the conversation to the men the same way? Why is it that when a woman gets pregnant, she has to step down? She when has a woman, to, you know what I mean. I thought you was gonna let me slide. No. No cap. <laughs> when a woman gets pregnant, um, she has she, to step down. She has to, you know, fall back. She got to go into hiding for nine months until the baby pops up and we all accept the baby. But the man, big chilling, putting the next baby in the next bitch. Like, I don't understand. It's just, it's the, really, it's it's imbalanced. And then, and like, there's no said, real conversation. Yeah. It's no conversation. It's just don't have sex. What is yeah, sex? And what do you do with sex? How do you know you're ready to have sex? What do you do to have safe sex? What do you do when you do have sex and you messed up? Like, are you just automatically going to hell? Is that the hell button? Like, did I messed up already? You know what I mean? Like, you don't know anything. It's a lot. It's a lot. And honestly, since I know only five of y'all watching, I'm, I can share this and I feel comfortable with sharing this. Right now, I might have Bailey cut it out later. I don't know. What a sight. But a part of that conversation with the maturing and learning how to guard, you know, yourself and your purity also comes with the having the talks about safe sex if you choose to do so. And, you know, because once you read the reach the age of understanding and knowledge, your parents are no longer responsible for you biblically for your salvation. You're responsible mm -hmm. for yourself. So when you're a teenager, you understand for yourself the consequences of your actions. So how do I want to say this? I remember, because again, I'm very blunt about my life. I, I just have to be as part of how I get freedom in myself. But when I was in high school, it was my junior year of high school. Um, how do I say this? I remember that I had the coitus with a <laughs> young man. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> Because we're we going to be blown. We, we just got to. Um, Not the coitus. <laughs> technical terms for going difficult. Um, <laughs> with him. And I did end up getting pregnant. And my mom knew. And we will never talk about it. I don't think we will ever have a conversation about it. At least no time soon. Anyway. My, I knew my mom knew because of the conversation she had with me. She walked upstairs one day. And I actually had a friend over. And I'm laying in our like game room. She walks up the stairs. She looks over the banister and she said, Tyra. And I said, hmm. she said, are you pregnant? I said, mm -mm. <laughs> mm -mm. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I was like, no, no, I'm, I'm straight on that. I'm good. 
No, and she has like <laughs> I'm three times. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm... No. Um, and she has like three times. And I was just like, nah. <laughs> what the hell? How the hell? You know, I'm sure the Holy Spirit told her. Told her. Um, and she just was like, mm. Like, just mm. Like, she knew. And I was just like, oh my God, it's a fire. Um, and I remember maybe like two weeks later, I still hadn't told anything like said anything to her I remember but again at this stage in my life I'm so in tune with my body because of everything that had previously happened I remember I got such bad cramps like worst pain like and I have a high pain tolerance but the worst pain I've ever felt I went into the bathroom and I'm like crying on the floor, balled up, holding the tub, stretched out, one hand on the toilet, lose like it was not fun. My mom walks pie, pie, bye. And I look at her and I said, I need help. And then she was literally, she looked at me because it was such a taboo thing. She said, drink some water, you'll be all right. And just walked away. We never talked about it. Nothing fully. I think that's like up there in like my top five worst experiences in my life but fully miscarried in our house bathroom floor it came out you can see it clearly it's what happened and I remember shortly after that she took me to um the doctor like an OB because I guess she didn't want that to happen again and I no longer got a choice we had no conversations she took me she said you're getting on birth control that was the end of the conversation. Also, why I gained a lot of weight and why it never came off because of the lovely chemicals they shot at my body. Because I was on a, like one of the permanent ones that went inside like my arm. And every time like I think about it, I'm just like, bro, first of all, I guess that is shit. But then I'm like, bro, like if we would have had conversations, like everything in my life, I'm like, if I just could have had a conversation with somebody so much could have went differently one I probably mm -hmm. wouldn't have neglected the baby that was inside of me and I wouldn't say I neglected it neither because I very much didn't neglect it I just didn't come to terms with it being there because why is that there um but <laughs> if I could have had a conversation with somebody on how to protect myself or got on birth control before it happened um even though I very much don't support birth control anymore for a lot of reasons um before that or even just had a conversation about do you really want to have sex with these people and attach yourself to them know permanently? what it means like spiritually because like to give your you body up sex to somebody with someone you're married like biblically you're married ain't no mm -hmm. ceremony needed nothing you are married from that moment on so it's a lot of things that you have to break as you like grow older so for me so many conversations if I would have just had conversations with somebody in my life if somebody decided to be like a mentor to me or pour into me I could have been saved from so much even as an adult like I'm a grown a word adult and like to this day I remember um when I shared with my mom this may be news to the public but uh when I shared with my mom that I was no longer the innocent angel that she thought I was, we left it there. There was no, um, follow up. There was no follow up. It was no like, okay, let's talk about it. What happened? What are you, you okay? How are you feeling? Like, and I'm grown. 
like 22 plus at least like i'm grown grown so like it's it's so not talked about and like you said if if and i knew a lot i can't i mean i actively made that decision that my situation is a whole different story but like if we would have talked about it like you know what i mean like it's different if if you just would have if I could have known, if I didn't have to learn from the dudes at school, you know what I mean? If I didn't have to, I didn't know that boobs were a thing. I didn't know they were attractive as a kid until I got to high school. And, you know, back when dudes could sexually assault you for fun, you know, when they would, you know, hit your boob or whatever or hit your butt. Like, I didn't know. I didn't even know I was attractive like that. I thought, like... You know what I mean? Like, I, not that I thought I was ugly. Never had a problem with confidence. But, you know, I just didn't, I didn't know anything. And then even mm-hmm. as an adult, when I'm sharing, and no shade to my mom, like, I can understand why it would be an awkward conversation because I didn't even want to have the conversation with her either. But that's the point. We don't want to have the conversation. You don't want to have the conversation. It's like, dang, where we get the information from? Where can I get sound, holy information from? Like, nobody, because nobody's providing it, not even the church. Yeah. And, and that's it's just, it's crazy. It's sad. It's really, it's really sad. I think for me, me and Bailey have like opposite traumas. For me, this is like more of the side of my personal trauma in my life. Um, but I think even after, like, once you start to get the concepts of like actual purity for yourself. Um, I remember I had just got to college. I was 17 and I was dating, um, a friend of mine. Uh, we're actually still friends. He's really great guy. He's married now. So ain't no like been passed, been done. Um, but I was dating this young man and he was the first person to respect me. Um, man wise he was the first person to ever respect my boundaries uh i had told him you know i this is this kind of the guidelines i want to live by you know i'm trying to rededicate my life to christ so i don't want to you know do those things anymore like that's not something i want to do he fully respected it understood it we obviously weren't meant to be together because we broke up and it was i mean it was hard feelings then right now it ain't like we're really cool um but he was the first person that was like, okay, showed me that like I could obtain that for myself. Um, and I was fine and dandy and great. We were also long distance. So there wasn't really too much temptation except the few times that we saw each other after that. I'm like, I'm strong. Like I am strong. Like I can say no. Now I had a thing with saying no before, but whatever, whatever I'm strong and I can say no. And I've learned for myself, like, okay, guys can still, you know, respect and like me, even if I don't want to do those things, or if I want to mm-hmm. live a life that's actually pure, I'm like, okay, this is great. And, you know, I could feel like me changing. And then I remember I would, I would say getting in a relationship, but I wasn't even in a relationship with this next dumbass. Um, but I start to become friends with this other man and, you know, we're talking and we're meeting and we're hanging out and my previous relationship um he you know came down and spent the night with me all the time while i was uh at texas state or when we we were both from fort worth so whenever we come home we would spend time together all the time no issues no temptation there okay temptation there yes but the follow-through was not um just because of how 
upstanding of a guy he was. Um, but with this next guy, I'm expecting that same level of reciprocation. Just for reference, the first guy, um, he grew up faith-based, Christian-based, and uh, he's a man who also is after God's heart, just to give reference. The second guy claims to be from the same cloth. Um, and I'm expecting those sec- same expectations and no one prepares you like to keep your guard up forever. Like you mm-hmm. don't get taught like, Hey, you know, just because you change don't mean the people around you are going to change. Um, or just because you decide you want to live here doesn't mean the people around you want to live that lifestyle. So for me, I had learn to say no finally which is you know a whole thing that no one wants to talk about like oh after you have sex you just have sex and you just have sex till you're married but i had learned to say no and then when i finally had learned and got on my feet it got taken from me so if context clues the man had raped me and after that i mean i struggled for months would even come to terms with the fact that that had even happened but after that Bailey can attest to this to this day. I don't know how to say no anymore. So I can't put myself even in rooms or situations, not even because I don't want to, because now I'm strong on the fact that I'm not doing anything until I get married. I've gotten to that point, but so much on the fact that now I'm too scared. Like if I step in a room and I say, no, I'm scared that you're going to take it from me anyway. And I don't have a guard to protect myself, but Cause no one teaches you like, how do you recoup from something like that? Mm. And why do we not teach the men like, Hey, maybe let's not abuse women when they say no. Cause those conversations, again, conversations aren't being held. Yeah. So this is my beef. I'm going to start a club and it's going to be, we having these conversations and you just gonna have to sit down and listen to it. No facts. Like, and I just had a, church service where I got prophesied to a lot and like I can I I can see where um my ministry is headed I always thought I had a ministry but I always thought it was connected to some dumbass niggas so I didn't really (laughs) I thought it wouldn't start but I can see where my ministry is going I really want to um so I know before you say it, before you, before you say anything, before you say anything, pause. I just want this on the record and you can cut this out and save it in a video later. Um, I have known for a very, very long time. I'm, I'm going to speak into the mic. Um, I have known for a very, very, very long time. Uh, I don't know how to word this, but Bailey is going to be like my ministry buddy and we're going to go break down some walls and some barriers and cast out some demons for fun and then save all the women um from these freak boys and teach women how to love themselves and protect themselves and how to actually grow a relationship with christ and not be one of these fake prophets or fake teachers or fake praying in tongues or faking the funk about anything we're gonna be real and authentic and it's just gonna be what it is you can cut this out but yes i already know where this is going I ain't cutting nothing out. That's where I, I got the vision. I, got, I ain't never seen clear. I'm gonna need you to get get off the thing. I ain't never been clear. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. you can continue. I'm so sorry. I don't even know what I was saying, but um, yeah, I I think that your ministry. 
Oh, yeah. I think that my upbringing, I don't have the... First of all, for the record, even though we've had this conversation before and I knew where this conversation was going, just for the public, so they don't say I'm a horrible best friend. I'm sorry for what happened to you. And, we don't need um, apologies, but thank you. Yeah, um, you know, here if you need me, and it's we've a, already okay. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. Thank you. Okay, yeah, because we don't do. I I don't do that anyway. Um, <laughs> sorry. Bailey hears me talk about this literally like every other day. So yeah, don't worry, it's guys. Not, it's not new information. So if my reaction wasn't like, oh my god, like. It's, <laughs> Because I've heard it for years. Like, I, I knew where we were headed. Um, but I didn't have the same traumas um, or situ- situations that Tyra had. But I also feel like I was in this dark space for a while. And once I um, came into the light, if God hadn't have put his hand... And I mean, <laughs> I I mean, I have stories back to back to back and I'm not being dramatic. Like, do you want to share stories with the congregation? I, I mean, not yet. Okay. Okay. I can share one. Ain't yeah. no rush. Ain't no rush. Ain't no rush. No, I can share the old one. I ain't sharing no new ones. That's too recent. Um, there was this guy. Sorry, mom. This was in high school, um, and I, oh man, that light-skinned nigga had my heart, man. I swear <laughs> to you. <laughs> um, and I was actually planning on losing my virginity to him. Planning. I mean, date. Here's the date. We're going to do this this day. We're going to meet up here. We're going to do this. Um, and, um... Yeah, so I go to church. No, 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 no. Yes, I go to church. And the whole church service that Sunday, I kid you not, was about purity. About uh, <laughs> how your body is a temple. And how you need to do X, Y, and Z. And you shouldn't be doing X, Y, and Z. And all types of stuff. And I remember literally, literally saying to God, the only way I'm not going to have sex with him is if he comes to me and says he doesn't want to have sex. Pause. In my head, he's not going to do that. He's been begging me <laughs> to, to have this encounter. So, um, you know, why, why would that happen? That's not going to happen. So basically I'm saying it's impossible, God, for you, which... Does that Dumb. make sense? No. Yes. But in my head, it's impossible for that to happen. Why do impossible. I walk into work? We, we have worked together. Um, and he, he, he ain't gonna watch this, but hopefully he don't. Jesus, Lord. Um, but he comes up to me, I swear to God, randomly. <laughs> because impossible. God is real petty. He really comes up to me and says like, I don't think that we should do it. And I was like, come again. And speak up. Possible. <laughs> and um, I don't remember the exact conversation, but he was basically saying like, we should wait. And um, I should wait for, you know, it to be special. And um, 
you know, he just told me like he it wasn't. And mind you, me and this dude was talking like we had got to the point where we was about to do it so it wasn't an attraction that wasn't what it was it was just like random holy spirit yeah just randomly and that type of situation um has happened in my life multiple times to where i was the divine block i was the one pursuing it like i i I just want y'all to know for the record don't y'all ever try to mess with bailey because god gonna come to you in your dreams and murk you there was this other guy um, who, yeah, he, we tried to. We ain't got to talk stuff. about it. We ain't got to talk about it. Yeah, it ain't work. But he basically, yeah, it was a whole thing. Anyway, um, I'm more private than Tyra is, so it takes a lot to get information out of me. So bear with me. Um, we gonna get there, y'all. We gonna get her there. We gonna get her there. I'm really mad at your commentary right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just here for the ad libs. Um. But yes, I was, if it wasn't for God, literally going back to what I was saying, if it wasn't for God putting his hand in certain situations, I would not be where I am today. Meaning childless, childless, child, child, childless, childless. Yeah. Childless. Um, still kind of pure. Mostly. Mostly. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, we'll give into maybe we'll talk about that later, but I'm not going to talk about my sexual life right now. Um, you know, I wouldn't be where I'm at. So I say that to say there are a lot of women that didn't have the opportunity that I have. And I feel like that I should not only, um, share that, but I don't even want to say I could be an example because I'm not an example. I would have, but you are, but I I, would have been there. I think that's what's so beautiful because everyone has such different situations and circumstances that no two people are going to be exactly like um no matter how similar or dissimilar they are me and bailey have totally opposite stories but we can relate to a lot of the situations or a lot of the words that have been spoken or the trauma that has come out of it i know she i don't know how she feel i'm gonna let her speak for herself but through this because we be pretending like women don't but i have a whole freaking porn addiction that like i constantly like when they say you gotta flee i'm one of those niggas i gotta flee like i got to run in order to not Mm -hmm. give into those things um like because i like it i enjoy it like i ain't gonna lie like i i thoroughly enjoy it um and the same thing with sex for me like i thoroughly like it and i thoroughly enjoy it so in order for me not to give into those things i'm one of those niggas when the bible say you need to flee bitch when i say if i get the urge and i'm laying down it's gotten to the point now where it's like i can't even sit in the bed and like be like oh i could just scroll on tiktok no because i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna find some way somehow like even i've blocked all the pages on twitter i'll be turned on the like it's flicks the thing on my google search and all that but i'm gonna find a way because if i get the urge i'm gonna want to watch it so now i have to physically get up and go do something and i know people like oh put on worship music i ain't even gonna front not even gonna front i could have that music not gonna lie to you okay i might tell a joke (laughs) listen because listen so, i know we don't believe in astrology but i'm a scorpio so when that drive is there ain't no backing out <laughs> we pulling up okay pulling up. 
<laughs> but I think that's straight up for all women. And because it's so taboo for us to even speak about these things, because it's unpure and unclean, which it, it is. It's not pure. It's not clean. It's actually very demonic. And those open. I can we a few episodes down the road, we'll get to the like the deep spiritual side of it. Yeah. But like just surface level, it's it's not good for you. But also, you we ain't gonna say that it don't satisfy our flesh. We're not we're not there's like i mean it's not the point where even when um mm, okay when things happen and when those actions are pursued like it's for me it's not even too satisfied half the time i do it just to go to sleep like it's it just be like it's an addiction like you know like it's just like don't need it don't don't nothing it's from just, it just a wham bam thank you like it ain't nothing real long and drawn out it's just a quick little okay let me so i can but go you sleep. can't you know what stop i mean it like yeah this is where the addiction comes in because you can't like i mean you can stop it but your willingness to not stop it even though you know you should is where the addiction comes that's from. the part yeah that's the that's the issue in the issue i mean watching it or playing or you know whatever you personally choose to do is a thing so for me there was a time where i used to have just being blunt i used to have toys i can't buy that i can't entertain it i can't be around it because if i have it i'm going to use it and now i don't know how god personally handles you but last time i tried to do something like that holy spirit be pulling up in my face now and like telling me about myself and then i have like you talking me down personally or are you saying i'm you talking to everybody public? oh so you too okay Oh me, you too. Yeah, you can share. I, I I might not be in the situation. Um, I'm still in my early phases of getting back right. Um, and like I said, I've never been the one to say no. Like I think I have to give myself less credit. For my life, I've been like, oh, I'm a virgin. Oh, I'm pure. Oh, I I no, I've never said no. It's been the niggas. Like, it's been God blocking it. If I really, I really have no self-control. Like, if we really think about it, my self-control is non-existent. If the niggas said yes, I would have had six kids by now. Like, just being real. Like, I'm being so serious. That's like, facts, I'm, I'm being funny, but I'm being serious. Like, I don't have... I, this is the revelation right now. That's probably why I'm talking so loud and so fast, because I'm really realizing this real time. You're really getting the revelation in real time. Like, I really am trash. I really am not who I thought I was. So when the last video, when I'm saying I did everything right, I didn't. That was all God anyway. Welcome to us running our mouth. <laughs> this is what happens. Like, I really, I I am now, today, realize. I'm sorry. Well, hey, whatever. You like, even said every other word. Um, I am now realizing that I really am trash as far Divine as Divine protection. Sex life. Like I really I have never had the self control that I claim to have. The only time I have self control is if I'm not attracted to you. <laughs> and even then, sometimes, Jesus, I'm horrible. I'm horrible. Oh my God. Let me hush. Welcome to where conviction bubble. <laughs> conviction bubble activated. Because I, I ain't heard that in feel, a minute. Like even facts. Even when, like, you were just saying, like, you know, I have to say no, and I, I don't. If I get the urge, I'm going to do it. If I get the urge tonight, 
it is what it is. Like it, it's no, I have no self control. I really don't. Do you? Do you think because you know that God has always blocked the other end of you, you don't? You feel like you can be free I enough to not. I don't have to try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Do you think that? Because mm-hmm. for me, I mean, if y'all, I don't know if I can tell y'all that yet. Oh, the way you stared into the camera. <laughs> you was like, hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. She she knows the story already. She she knows it. But for me, like how Bailey be blocking the men from her. God straight up told me, like I kid y'all not. If I were to do anything else. I would die. Now, I didn't get clarification if that was spiritual death, physical death, a mix of both, me cutting off, being cut off from him. I don't know. I ain't trying to find out because all I saw in the dream was me in a bed that turned into a cassock that was in some burning flames. And I said, hell no, not never again. So, um, yeah. That was a dream? So for me. Yes. I have an interpretation. Go ahead. Move on. I'm excited for the call. Hopefully it's not nothing crazy. No, I think it's less crazy than you think it is. Keep keep going. Um, it's so not yeah. as dramatic as you think it is. Not saying that you should you you freeballing. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I don't I don't I think can't, that's I can't. what you thought it was. For me, I struggle because I don't like Bailey's a prophet. We know that. I can see stuff and it's it's weird. It's really weird. I don't I don't know. Like I be seeing stuff and knowing stuff and it's weird. But I legit for months, I mean months, I, before I moved up here, I know this is like off topic, but it's all, it's on topic. It just hang with me for a second. Um, for months I kept feeling like I was going to get hit by an 18 wheeler. Mind you, I'm living deep in sin. Um, for months I kept feeling like this and I (laughs) originally was going to stay in San Marcos when Bailey left. Um, but something just told me you got to go. Cause I, and I even told my parents before I moved back, I said, what if something happens to me? What if I get hit, you know, by a car or something while I'm down here and you're not going to be able to get to me in time. And I mean, I felt it so strong and I was like, okay, whatever. And for months I kept feeling, I'm going to get hit by an 18 I'm going to get an accident. I'm going to get an accident. I'm going to get an accident. And I literally gotten one accident. It was a hit and run. A Cadillac came sideswiped my car, busted my tire, dented the car, whatever. No big deal though. Like I was fine. I'm like, Oh, okay. That's probably what I was feeling. But the feeling wouldn't leave. Maybe a month later or two or three weeks later, I'm driving down the highway. <laughs> it's so bad, bro. Cause I still PTSD. Um, I'm driving down the highway. A 18 wheeler clips the back of my car. T bones the crap out of my car. I swing swing not swim swing and hit the uh, middle barrier twice i thought i was gonna flip over and i kid you not after i blacked out and i woke up and i'm screaming jesus jesus <laughs> i'm in the awesome <laughs> room of my life just for the record if we had cameras it probably would be funny <laughs> oh, but it was sorry <laughs> it was so bad it was so again bad. y'all i've just heard this story a lot so <laughs> it's just funny to me now because the first thing she did y'all when she what Stop, she let me finish me. the story i'm sorry Stop. Let me finish the story. Let me finish the story. I thought Why it I, I was a, <laughs> because they was arguing on the way. Um, <laughs> I remember. So as I'm spinning windows already busted out, car dented up. It was, it was, it was a mess. Um, I remember I looked over the highway. I was looking like, you know, like how, when you 
driving on the highway, you're not supposed to be going the same direction as the opposite traffic. You know, I was going opposite direction with the opposite traffic on the other side of the highway. Um, so I remember swinging after he T-boned me. I had woke up. I looked out because I remember his truck being in my car. I'm like, your truck ain't supposed to be in my car. Like, this ain't supposed to be a thing. And I, like, swung and I look up and I literally, clear as day, heard God say, you done playing now? You gonna stop? It was something just clear day and i knew exactly what he was talking about because he had been telling me to stop playing with this stuff anyway because again i was i i like sex okay not i do um now i ain't i ain't no hoe let's be clear about that that same man from back in the gap that i was talking about same man the same man same man okay i i don't i ain't no hope make that clear um so i knew he had been saying stop uh i did not though um and so I, from that moment on, it was just a done deal. Also, because I was, my body was towed up, pain. I couldn't drive anywhere to go see him if I wanted to, even though he said he would come get me. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> back was already broke. Can't get it broke twice. So listen, I take a double broke. I'm I couldn't because death. <gasps> yeah. Um, but yes, I I did call Bailey. Yeah, she out of pocket for that. And I that's why I didn't first, think though. it was a big deal because you called me. And so I was just like, she was like, I just got hit by AT Wheeler. And I'm just like, girl, what? I and want then she's standing outside laughing. Like, I'm just like, is it adrenaline? Let me see the car. Like, I was just like, let me see the car. And then I'm like, the car don't look good. <laughs> like, okay. Also, just for the record. She's fine. I don't understand. <laughs> for the record, shout out to RJ. He's one of my friends. He ended up stopping behind me. He was the one who like got me to come to because I was still screaming and hollering when the car eventually stopped. This other young man, I don't know his name, but he has stopped traffic. Sorry, I was one of those people who held up traffic and had the the uh, big old ambulances and the fire trucks and the police moving. Tra- I was one of them. As somebody who drives in traffic every day, it happens all the time. It's okay. <laughs> as long as you're okay. So, yeah. Um, but I, I genuinely, beside, okay, I couldn't get out of my car because the door was beaded and like it was crushed. So I, yeah, it was. She called me in the car. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah, and um, I was like, get out. <laughs> I couldn't. Uh, stuck. Um, yeah, RJ helped me out. It was in the other man. But I really, in the in the moment, yo, you don't realize how much your adrenaline be working when it be working. I thought I was okay. I, I was not for the record. I could pull up jaw to x-rays, thing cracked, broke, turned side. I couldn't walk for literally like five, six months. So, yeah, I wasn't, but I'm here and I'm blessed. I'm grateful, you know, whatever. Um, Actually, not even whatever, like I, I genuinely am. But, like, God shouldn't have to do that to me in order for me to understand to be pure. Conversations just could this again conversations could have saved me from this accident mm-hmm. yeah i don't know we didn't say a lot it's late um y'all probably like what the hell these women on uh on the low low like this yeah this is random but i think it was good a good introduction we can have like a couple more um we can have a lot more conversations about yeah this specific topic in different ways i think just gives y'all a good overview of where we're coming from without mm-hmm. hitting any real points because i feel like you have to know the backstory in order to know the points that we'll eventually mm-hmm. get to um but we're really just being authentic like we we don't come on here with a script or a plan 
to, you know, how can we get them or reel them in? This is our genuine conversations. And this is genuinely how we have conversations with each other. I mean, minus some of the wild stuff that we would actually say in real life. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, this is, this is who we are. This is a part of us. Um, we're literally sitting here running our mouths. So thanks for watching and listening. Cause I'm sure this is long. It's only an hour and a half. This is as long as the last one I've been watching. Oh, okay. We good. I would told you. Yeah. Y'all, y'all fine. Yeah. Once we hit one and a half, I would have been like, okay, wrap <laughs> this up. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Same thing as last time. Hit us in the DMs if you need anything. If you got any questions, any prayer requests, anything, you know, all that boogazy stuff, right? Um, but also, just in between now and this next podcast, my my request this week this week would be for you to, guys to like search yourself. Where do you mm-hmm. think you need the most help at? In where do you struggle at? And what aspects? Because even as we saw tonight. Last week, Bailey had the concept of, you know, she did no wrong. She did nothing. And it was not, she just got a revelation today of, you know, she a horn bucket. But we can grow. We can learn. We can change who we are. Every day I'm learning something new and changing who I am. Be, not who I am, but things about me, like aspects. Because of stuff that God shows me. So really ask mm-hmm. him, like, what's going on with me? What, where can I improve? Because for me, it took up until this year to actually realize, like, I have an addiction that, and I'm not even talking about the sex stuff because I kind of manage that because, again, the flea aspect, I'm a fleer. Um, but the porn aspect, like, I, I have an addiction and it's like something I struggle with every day. So learning what, you know, what you struggle with and how you can improve yourself, I think that would make a world of a difference. And honestly, we're just here to start conversation. So join us nah for real like I really want this I think cause we were talking about like trying to figure out if it would be like a Christian podcast or if everything had to be about church or but I think I really just wanna um I do wanna focus on church things um unless something wild happens then we gotta talk about it like you know the queen dies or something um she already did R.I.P. Elizabeth um is she in heaven? We're not going to answer that. We're not the judges. It ain't none of my business. <laughs> she gone now. <laughs> um, but I really think that this, I just want to be genuine. Like, I really, I don't want to be one of those, like, um, channels where we're having this, you know, holier I don't want to be what we grew up with basically like i want to have real conversations like me sharing first of all i'm not a sharer so work she's with not me, this is this is so momentum the fact that i share Monumental. Like, a lot of the stuff that i yeah because you definitely said momentum with your stupid ass um <laughs> i'm sorry i got five fingers because i no didn't rest. hear it until you corrected yourself and i was like yeah that was not right um but yeah, I'm not a sharer, so I don't really, I don't share a lot of information. So me sharing even, even the stories was a lot. Um, but the revelation of my true um, nature was also a lot Crazy. to share. 
So, um, and the nerve that I have a purity ring on is wild. This is disrespectful. <laughs> Take it off. Um, and we're gonna get um, to purity rings too eventually. I mean, I'm keeping it on for because I switch yeah, it no. to see if I want to be married if the nigga's ugly. Um, no, I'm serious. Okay, y'all. Um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna stop this. I'm but sorry. Also, also for um, just real concepts because Bailey truly isn't a sharer. Like she's not. Um, you don't have to go and create a podcast or video or TikTok or nothing of sharing your personal business. Um, I don't know how Bailey feels, but I truly feel like part of our callings and our even in our own separate ways and for other people is for us to share that's something i've learned for myself years ago you can go in tyrashardate.com and read some of my old blogs you when you share stuff the enemy no longer can has bound and control over those things in your life so the only reason why that i even open up about anything that i've been through is because once you put it in the public eye and other people can hear it and other people can see it even if it's just with your personal people like your group of people Satan no longer can use that as a mean to control mm-hmm. you or as a thing to taunt you with because it's out there it's in the open like everyone knows or your people know so it's no longer something to be ashamed about this is actually the first time I've shared one of the things that I said tonight with the public um it's the first time I shared a lot with the public. The first time she shared shit. <laughs> I think everything but, I said was not shared except the pants story. <laughs> it starts at the knees. She was starts right. at the knees. It does. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, find some people that you can share with. And even if it's not someone that you personally in your life feel comfortable with sharing, you are more than welcome to reach out to either one of us. And she, mm-hmm. we can talk because... I don't mind having conversations. There's nothing that really can embarrass me anymore. Um, I'll tell you my whole life and it is what it is at this point. Um, which is actually something I know we're supposed to be closing, but it's actually something recently that I have come to terms with. Cause I used to be very caught up on that. Well, if I share this aspect of my life, how I know this is going to be stupid and it's on to what we said last week, but how is a man supposed to, love me or find me or be okay with my past if you know he knows all these things about me but now if i just put it out there all up front you know everything from the get-go what i gotta hide so and not even that like i feel like for um as far as men i think they're excited to know that i'm a freak nick in at heart um but i think that (laughs) um me sharing i'm just gonna see I'm really shook, y'all. I keep bringing it up because I'm This really, is how this is, I feel about Bailey today. Because it's a lot. Like, I really... I cannot believe I'm actually trashed. Um, but... <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, I shared... Like, I want... I want y'all to grow with us. Like, for real. Like, I'm not... Um, I know Tyra paints me as this prophet who knows everything about everything. But I really don't. Um, and I'm growing. And I'm really... I'm growing to the point where I'm I'm learning how to trust God. I'm learning how to, you know what I mean? Like I'm baby stepping it back. So um, just grow with us. And when I share things like that, like I know it's easy to judge and be like, oh, she ain't no real Christian because she out here freak Um, But 
I'm just being genuine. Like, I'm trying to really share the real feelings that people don't share. I think that's the point of this podcast. Not only to lead people to Christ, which is the first thing, and to, to be an example, but to really share, this is the stuff that people This is real with. life. You know what I mean? My whole gift is prophecy, right? And I deal with regular stuff. I ain't over here reading the Bible every day. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, like, it's, I'm real. Like, it We're is growing. what it is. We're growing. So, um, just grow with us. Now, 10 years from now, I'm gonna watch this video and be like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's not even because of the things that we, it's gonna be like, oh my God, that was, oh my God. But, Cause you gonna um, be all, she gonna be all, uh, wordy and stuff. She gonna be using yeah, no. I signed on the chain. I want to talk uh, like uh, the, I want to talk like and uh, the uh. You know how they you be better, like. I'm girl. not talking. In a in a in a. Uh, in a uh, no, my uh, most the, mo- the most the annoying one. Voice. No, the most annoying annoying ones be and Father God and Amen and we thank you God Amen for the things that you have done Amen and you, we just love you Amen. <laughs> Or the Jesus one, the same thing. They'd be like, and God, we just love you, Jesus. And have a good time, Jesus. And you just be on our minds, Jesus. And like, no, bro. <laughs> like, no, nah, you ain't never going to catch me praying like that. Let them call on Jesus. No, because then I'm going to keep my, we can get leave to it, that. Leave it, leave it, leave it. It's okay. I'm going to drop um, that. But yeah, just genuineness and sharing and that that's what we're in. That's what this, we're trying to do. That's really it. We're, like we're being the people we wish we had. Bruh, for real. So, um as this reaches the millions. Um it is a for real. Talk I'll to answer. us. I ain't got nobody else hitting me up right now, so I neither. Time. I'm in a period of consecration apparently. That's all I'm gonna call my life until I get a man. I, I'm just consecrating. You I'm always consecrating. Girl, I've been consecrating too long. I'm concrete. Okay, I ain't got nothing. <laughs> I'm cement <laughs> because I'm cemented in the Lord. Submitted, actually. Um, but y'all have a good night. It's late. It we, is super we, late. We're rambling. We gotta. Yeah, we're. Can you tell we're tired? Um, we got to go have some side conversations. Um, we'll hit y'all next week. Y'all have a blessed week. Do great. Be great. If you live by the sword, you die by the sword. So which sword is shot? Ah, we're not. I messed oh, up. We're not ending okay. like if that. You, if they you can copyright the for that. No. I like the song. <laughs> <laughs> that is somebody else's lyric. Okay. 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 Fine. Fine, I'm gonna use the tea one in. We ain't spilling tea, we sipping holy water. No, what what was it? Hold on. Fiji. It's Fiji. No, no. What what did I say earlier though? I lost my train of thought, bro. Oh, the living water. Yeah. We ain't sipping tea, we sipping living water. Y'all have a good night. I don't know if that's it either. We gotta figure out an outro. We're gonna keep trying until we find it. So <laughs> Y'all have a good and night. Y'all be blessed. we gotta figure out a name for our followers too, but we'll do that later. Our mouthpiece. All right, y'all have a good night. Bye. Purr. <laughs>